Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with day four of our The Miracles of Jesus devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Matthew chapter 14, verses 15 through 18, and it says this. That evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, That isn't necessary. You feed them. But we only have five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here, he said. The devotional is titled, Feeding the 5,000. And it says, This is one of the most famous miracles that Jesus performed. So much so that it's recorded in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Before we dive into it, we need to understand what had just occurred that broke the heart of Jesus. John the Baptist, a cousin of Jesus, and the one who prepared the way for him, had just been killed. Once Jesus heard this sad news, he withdrew by himself. But in typical fashion, the crowds heard that he was near so they followed him. Even in the midst of his own grief, Jesus had compassion on these who came to see him and healed the sick among them. Matthew tells us that the crowd stuck around for most of the day. So the disciples came to Jesus and suggested that he, quote, send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. Instead, he told the disciples to give them food. But they claim to have very little, only five loaves of bread and two fish. The people were brought to Jesus, and then he blessed the small food offering. He gave the twelve disciples some food to pass out. We read that the people got more than just one helping. They ate as much as they wanted. And the most profound part is that there was still some left over. What started out as a small amount of food ended up providing leftovers for the disciples. According to Matthew 14, 21, there were 5,000 men who were fed. But scholars have said it's likely this amount didn't include women and children. So it's probable that the crowd was actually 15,000 to 20,000 in number, maybe more. So today's takeaway is be a giver. In this story, the disciples clearly couldn't get past the amount of food and the amount of people. They just didn't match up. One of the most profound thoughts from scholars is that the miracle of multiplication didn't happen until the disciples began to distribute the food. They would have probably preferred to have seen a large buffet line set up so that their doubts could be quenched. But that's not what Jesus planned. He wanted their faith to increase. This is often how we respond in our own giving. We see our financial status and think, I can't afford to give. So we wait until we have enough. But before we know it, we never end up giving or making a difference in our church, our communities, or in people's lives. We all possess something to make a difference. The little boy who only had five loaves and two fish gave what he had. And look what Jesus did with it. May we bring what we have to Jesus and trust him to multiply it for his purposes. Let's not wait until we think we have enough. Yeah, that's so good. And for me, it really boils down to two different types of people. 
The first is the person who you hear about in Scripture where Jesus will respond to them and say, because of your faith, your mm-hmm. child is healed. Because yeah. of your faith, because of your faith, because of your faith. Mm-hmm. And then there's the type of people where I tend to fall in that boat a little bit more, which is, oh, ye of little faith. Because even in the next chapter, like literally this whole devotional is about Matthew 14. Matthew 15 is when Jesus feeds the 4,000. And there's a scripture, verse 32, that says this. Then Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry or they will faint along the way. The disciples replied, where would we get enough food here in the wilderness for such a crowd? Right. (laughs) And I'm sure Jesus is like, guys, I'm trying to make this easy on you. Like I did it last chapter when I I don't know how long ago that was. Right. But it's just like, have you already forgotten what I can do? Have you already forgotten about me? Mm -hmm. And I wonder how often that's us. Right. Have we already forgotten what God can do? Yeah. And I think that we need to be constantly reminding ourselves of all the things that God has brought us through Mm -hmm. to help us believe in the supernatural, not just the natural. Yeah, that he is able. Because he is able to do more than what we could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And I think that brings us to a really interesting place in that we can't imagine how big God is or how good he is or how Mm -hmm. set apart he is. But that doesn't mean we don't need to try. Right. Because these disciples were only acting out of what they knew. Mm-hmm. And that's us. We do that yeah. all the time. Yeah. We need bigger imaginations for our God who is supernatural. And I think this is just yeah. a great reminder for us. Yeah. I think we so often put our own limitations on a limitless God. Yeah. Even in the last part of the devotional where it's talking about, well, I can't afford to give. Right. But then you see in scripture how people would give all they had and how God multiplied it. Yep. You know, we see it with the oil and it being multiplied in all of the, dr- uh, in all of the um, vases and you see it with the fish and the loaves of bread and it being multiplied. And it's like, this is all these people had and they trusted Jesus with all that they had. And why don't we, you know, there's so many times in my life where I've felt the Lord ask me, do you trust me with this? Yeah. And sometimes I'm shocked at myself because my actions say no, even though in my head, I'm like, well, of course, God, I trust you. I trust you with everything, but I'm not actually showing him. I trust him with the way that I'm acting with where I'm putting my trust, where I'm putting my finances, where I'm putting my, et cetera. You you fill in the blank for whatever you might be dealing with in your life. Um, But I think it's something really important for us to ask. Like, do we trust Jesus with everything? Yeah, that's so good. And I always say that people will tell you how they feel about you by how they treat you. Mm -hmm. And I want us all to spend some time thinking what are our actions saying about our belief in God? Because I know it's easy for us to say we believe in God, Mm -hmm. but what are our actions saying about our belief in him? Yeah, so good. You ready to pray sign out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come to you right now in um, full transparency and honesty. Lord, that sometimes we struggle with unbelief, that sometimes we put you in a box, that sometimes we put limits on you, even though we know you are limitless. So God, I pray that you would help us with our unbelief. I pray that you would remind us that you are able. Lord, that you would give us the confidence. Um, Would you increase our faith 
that we would give you everything, not just our scraps, not just our leftovers, Lord, but everything. Will we trust everything we have in your hands, Lord, because you are the God of multiplication. You are the God that is able. You are the God that exceeds our expectations and you are good. Lord, help us see that today. Help us um, just be filled by awe and wonder of your grandeur and your majesty. We love you so much and we're grateful that we get to be in relationship with you, Lord. We pray that our actions today speak that to you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into God. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Tot scenes. <laughs>